Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is my first podcast episode after summer, and my guest is none other than the one and only, the, the infamous, Sivit. I'm Yellen. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, bro. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I don't think any other podcast <laughs> want me right now, so I'm very grateful to be here. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, I, you know what? I was I was considering, I was going to, I I got your telephone number last, on like Wednesday or something, yeah. and when we were talking about salt, yeah. and I was going to invite you to do the podcast then. Yeah. So that was why I wanted to get your number to talk oh, about that okay. and stuff. So I, I had this plan before, you know, all the oh, shit hit the fan. I thought, damn, that's quick. Yeah. You know, like you're 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 uh, paying attention, but you you were already planning on inviting me. Yeah, I was okay. already planning on it. Okay, good timing. I would like to clear the air on on some stuff. So I'm, um, you know, yeah, it's of course. Good timing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. First of all, uh, we're gonna crack these berries. Oh, thank God. Let's do it. Thank God. Fuck yeah, man! Cheers, brother. The best beer is like the one you're not supposed to drink, like yeah. early in the morning or God, like, dude. or like I don't know when, when it's like not allowed. That's yeah. when it tastes the best. Well, it's I feel I feel like we uh, it would have tasted a little bit better if we started an hour ago, but mm. you're, <laughs> you're a yeah. bit late, so yeah. maybe the beer doesn't taste as good now. Yeah, I I uh, I didn't sleep that much last night. I yeah. was a little bit stressed. I've been getting a lot of stuff on on Facebook and stuff, so I, I ended up you know. Uh, uh, being late, basically. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it, man. It, it, it happens. It's I would probably no be late either way. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Listen, yeah. I, I don't have shit to do anyway. No. Today's I don't have the kids. I don't have anything to. Beautiful. Uh, I, I already did a lot today, so. Yeah. What day is today? Today's Saturday. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to be late on Saturday. So. I think so, right? Yeah, I think so. And and you're supposed to drink beer on Saturday. Yeah. So you're doing two things right. A sa- a Saturday without beer. That's just a sad day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a sad day. That's a totally different day. Do you want to snooze or anything, bro? I'm good. You're I'm, good? I only snooze uh, when my alarm bell rings. To wake up? Yeah. No, then I click the snooze button and then I go back to... Uh, ah, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No Dude, nicotine for me, but no I, I'm nic- hitting the snooze button like it owes me money. I bet it yeah. owes you a fuck ton of money. That I thing's getting hidden. I beat the shit out of that thing, yeah. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Okay, fuck it. Do you want to just get into it, bro? Yeah. Because you didn't get much sleep because of the Facebook post that you wrote talking shit about your... I don't want to say talking mm. shit, but your view... I talk shit. You, I, I definitely talk shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you talk some yeah. shit. But I, I feel like what you wrote, and like for people that haven't uh, you know, read the post, mm. do you just want to sum up what you wrote? Uh, what I wrote was that um, I'm um, uh, cancelling my membership in the Daistai Komiki Club. Yep. And uh, I wrote that I think that that club is only about making money for uh, the owner and for the people that run the club. Mm. And it's kind of pretending that it's creating all these comedians, but it's creating money for the club and then a bunch of shattered dreams. Mm-hmm. And uh, more and more and more aspiring comedians and not more and more and more spots. Yeah. So for me, I'm not a mathematician. You know that, Inya. I'm I'm no Archimedes. <laughs> I fucking hope not. I am definitely, but I think if you have 240 members and you have uh, uh, 120 spots, yep, that means each member would have to wait two years to get one. Mm. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm very bad at maths. Dude, I've, dude I'm from Australia. I smoke weed, and yeah. I'm bad at maths myself. So, so I, I, I think you're right. And so. I feel like I feel like and you know this as a comedian as well. You can't do stand up every now and then. You have to do it a lot. I think twice a week's the actual bare minimum. Yeah, otherwise you're actually going to get worse. Yeah. And so uh, if you have more and more and more members and not more and more and more spots, you're going to have a longer line every year. Mm. The line's not going to get shorter, it's going to get longer. Yep. And somebody is laughing all the way to the bank here. Yeah. Yeah, and that pisses me off. I, 
this is a personal thing for me. I know I'm a bit of a shitty guy sometimes. I, I've got foul language and I can, I can say mean things, but the way I see it, if you're hustling me, then I'm allowed to say something mean. Well, I, I think you're allowed to definitely express yourself. Yeah. And one of the things that I liked about your post mm. was because you said that at least you're not talking shit behind anybody's back. I'm saying it on the record, and yeah. then people can criticize it, and everybody has basically. And, and and something else, just to like to be like fully transparent. Another thing that you wrote in your post was that mm. you are Kim Skaga. Mm. It, it, he bombs more than the new comedians. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So um, that's I, what really pissed everyone off. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Um, so I just wanted to like uh, make sure if anybody hasn't heard the post, the mm. full. Uh, content of mm. what you were trying to express yeah. and then we can get into you know some yeah. more about why you decided you wanted to express yourself yeah. and some of your thoughts regarding yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah like that mm. um n n now like my experience is with rdk that mm. i've i've been a member there for four years and i haven't yeah. i haven't got it how many spots zero spots yeah or how much did you pay Oh, I, I did the course, yeah. and I don't know, that was like 3,000 or something, yeah. and uh, I've ridden every time, or almost every time. Yeah. You know, it's been two years during a pandemic, yeah. though. When so. they ask for your availabilities, I say all those dates. Yeah, me all too. Of them. All of me them. too. But uh, my understanding of how they give out spots isn't just based on you saying, give me a spot, mm. but they almost expect and prioritize mm. and and want you to show up yeah. to the venues and that is something that i have never done mm. not once mm. so my understanding is that paying for the membership mm. doesn't guarantee you spots no it, paying for the membership guarantees you the opportunity to be a part of the club yeah. and if you want to get spots then you have to turn up and try your hand in the, in the lottery and you basically gotta, you, you have, have to, to spend contribute. money in the bar is what you have to do. You have to go there and spend money in the bar, which mm. goes to them. Yeah, and, okay. And, and uh, if you do that for a year, you know, maybe you get a spot. So it's kind of like paying for a spot. Yeah, I see A that. little bit, indirectly. And it's not like you can join the club without taking the course. No, because that's something else that you mentioned. Mm. Because I took the course. Mm. And to, to be really honest, mm. I'm grateful that I took mm. the course because yeah. I've been thinking about doing stand-up for... Yeah a year and a half before I took the course, and that really helped mm. me get started yeah. doing stand-up. I think the course is good. Yeah? Did I you, think did you take a, the course? I took. I had no choice. I tried to get into the club to get spots without taking the course, and I tried for months, but there was no way. So then I finally, I I, uh, I paid uh, 3600 and I took the course. And mm. I will say it was a good course. I think uh, Joachim did a good job with the course, and... I think his feedback on the jokes were were good was good feedback. Did you do the course with Joachim and Yoni? Yeah, yeah, it's good, and yeah. I think I, I got a lot out of it. Yeah, and I think that like it was a really good dynamic working together with all of the other new comedians. They have a nice good cop bad cop routine. Yeah. Yoni and Joachim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's the Definitely, mean one and right? Yoni, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. but don't you think you need kind of that that routine to go in a club? Yeah. You know, I mean, especially a club that's twenty five years old. Yeah. So. And, and I think that there's a lot of uh, people that want to do comedy that never shuts the hell up. Mm, oh, my God. And that's good to have you working for that. Yeah, yeah, Because he yeah. will shut you the hell up. Yeah. And so that's good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and like just from my own personal experience of doing uh, hosting, like at the corner, one of the number one things that fucking pisses me off is when you give somebody five mm. minutes or you yeah. give them to, and they just double the time. Yeah. Know? It's kind of like with the UFC and Dana White. Yeah. Because he's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that stops a lot of those fighters from being too bad. Mm. You know, if, if you or uh, Adiko gave you a spot 
and he starts looking at you strict, you would you would probably get off stage in time. Yeah, so fuck it, yeah. it serves a, a function to be kind of strict. But for me, he's been grinding my gears, and and uh, yeah, he pissed me off. Yeah, but are you pissed off just because you didn't get spots, or is there something else? Uh, it's a combination of several things. Yeah, it's, okay. Um, it's uh, the course being really expensive. You think three thousand six hundred is expensive for two eight-hour days plus lunch and two spots at Josefina's? Well, the thing about the spots at Josefina's is you have to bring ten people. Yeah. So they have to spend two thousand in total. Do you have to have to, or do you uh, just like you're encouraged? I got around it, but you uh, you are encouraged. That's yep. true. My experience with the first night yeah. is that I had a lot of people that wanted to come yeah. to the course. The people yeah, yeah. that really supported me, they all mm. came the first night. The yeah. second time I performed. Mm. All the people that cared, they'd already come. Mm. So I only bought my mom the second time, and she yeah. didn't understand shit. I did the same. I didn't bring that many on the second time. Because yeah. then I was more comfortable. But the first time, I tried to get as many as I could. But that's my point, is you you pay uh, almost 4000 mm. and then you have to bring 10 people yeah. to both of the spots. This, this is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of money. Um, it is. Like, it, it, it is. I get it. But don't you also think that like when you're encouraging comedians to bring people to the show mm. and the audience has, mm. it's a bigger audience that the show is better? Uh, yeah, I think so. So isn't there some kind of like merit mm. to that system of trying to invite as many people to pack the place out? Because I don't know how many tickets they're going to sell like regularly to people yeah. via Facebook post to see. Well, I, I think take some of those 4,000 crones and spend it on the promo. Yeah, I, I think that's that's yeah. fair. But you should be allowed to d d require, you know, you have to bring people on your beginners. Yeah. I just think it's not a, they're not giving you a spot if you're bringing 10,000 crones in in no. terms of tickets. It's it's cool that you get the spot, but it's, it's not a free spot. No, I understand. Yeah. I, I understand that perspective. Mm. But um, I had a good experience, though. I, I liked the, my both my be beginner nights. It, it was good. And... Uh, yeah, the stage was good and the sound was very good and you know the the audience was packed. It was a really good experience, you know. But they 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 profited from that. But wh why do you have a problem with people profiting? Mm, I guess uh, the more you profit, the more I want in return, type of thing. Yeah, I understand. So so, so what do you want in return then? Spots. More spots. Yeah. Well, okay. spots. Yeah. I, I've gotten my beginner spots and then that's it. Yeah, but uh, have you been like me and not turned up? To, um, like, I, have you turned up to... Prøverøde. I always go to Prøverøde. I don't go on the Thursdays. No, on, okay. Only on Wednesday, Prøverøde. But I'm always at Prøverøde because you know how you can... Uh, uh, they have... A, 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 you write your name on a note. Yeah. I'm always fucking there, man. So how many times would you say you've been there? Maybe uh, 11. And how many times have they pulled your name out of Twice. the Twice. Okay. Yeah. So you got two spots out of 11, yeah. and the other times you didn't get spots. Yeah. Was there a lot of other people trying to get spots, and that's why you didn't get... Was it like, is there too many people? Last time, I think it was 11. I and got And that's one you. spot you can get. And for me, in the in, in June, I was there, it was like three. Yeah. So I thought, ah, oh, cool, cool. And then in the end, it was 11, and then I thought, maybe next week it's 15. Mm. And basically, I'm not going to get this spot. This Wednesday is, is maybe once uh, six months is going to happen. I got you. Yeah. But if I had, let's say, because uh, one guy commented, and he said, I've got a total of five spots. Not per the spots, but like paid. That was Magnus. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be happy with that. How does, he get, how does he get paid spots doing that? I guess he was on Josefina's on Thursdays or something. Oh, and that's a paid gig? I th that's what he said. And for me, five is respectable. I wouldn't complain if I had five. But you've got two. 
but they've just been lucky spots. Uh, yeah, it's from the the vote. Yeah, they didn't. Was Magnus's spots lucky spots as well, or was they maybe they were scheduled? You'd have to ask him, but he said he got paid, and you don't get paid for the 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 vote or the the one where you write your name on a note. I got you. So yeah. maybe he did like a couple for uh, Provorora, and yeah. he did well because he's yeah. a great comedian. Yeah, he's a great comedian. And then he got the spot at Josefina's, yeah. and then those were the ones that were paid. Yeah. And I don't think the payments very much. I no. mean, there's probably a few hundred kroners in. I would be happy with four or five hundred. You know. Yeah, that would be cool, and and uh, I would feel like uh, I don't know, like um, uh, I'm not exactly uh, profiting, but it's not it's not like a, a huge loss, you know. Yeah, I'm realistic, of course. I'm not gonna get ten spots and make my money back, but no, but I feel like you know. But but do you feel like you deserve to get more spots because? You're a good comedian. Yes, I'll admit it. I'm a narcissist, and I think I'm funny. Yeah, and I feel entitled to at least one spot for the next three months. I understand. And on the last roster, I think it was also three months. You know, they ask you for your availabilities. Yeah, and then I I always just say all of them. You know. Yeah, me too. And then I didn't get any spots, and then I look at the names, and and I feel like I actually deserve one of those spots. Yeah. And then it happened again, and then I thought I'm not gonna, you know, next time there's going to be even more members. And but, even more newcomers. But do you, do you think that there's a criteria for choosing mm. people that isn't based on just merit and just showing up? Mm. And that criteria isn't transparent. And that tri criteria doesn't include you. Yeah. I, what, I, what do you think that? What do you think that? What do you think that criteria is? Why do you think some of the other people got spots and you didn't? Probably you, showed up a lot and spent money on the bar there. But you show up a lot. You've been there yeah. eleven times. Well, that's not that much compared to some of the other members, man. Okay, I, I wouldn't yeah. know because I'm never there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying that a lot of the other members yeah. show up yeah. every week for years. I that this is what I think the business model is, yeah. and people can say that I don't have enough insights. That's cool. Yeah. This is what I think the model is: get as many members as possible, mm -hmm. give spots to like twenty percent of them. Yeah, the other eighty percent they're either in the audience or they quit, and preferably they quit just after the course, because then they free up another spot. So and you, and yeah. I think the I, I kind of yeah yeah sorry go ahead and I think that the responsible thing to do is to say all right uh, five years ago we had a hundred members yeah. we have two stages yeah now we have uh, two forty we need another stage I got you so then you would shorten the queue mm. or the line or whatever yeah and that would actually be a, a reasonable step to take of course there's going to be a line but you you gotta create more spots. If you're creating more members, and you have to remember, this spills over into everywhere else, because corner, how, how long is the line there? How many how many new people would like to to start there? Or for example, um, you know, Adrian and Anthony uh, Kalinda, they've started a, a lot of new places. Yeah, yeah. There's so many beginners; they want to get a, their their chance, you know. And it's going to be more and more and more of that. And we can't just create more and more and more and more stand-up venues. It's, it's impossible. It's not going to be more and more and more people that want to watch stand-up. You yeah, know, it yeah. has to be in proportion to the amount of comedians. But isn't that kind of going against what you're saying about them creating more spots? That if they only have two spots, yeah. it is in proportion to yeah. the amount of people that mm. are members. Yeah. But you think that they maybe should have a third spot yeah. a get week a third, or something. Get a fourth, you know. Didn't they try a Friday night at Josefina's or something? Like I remember seeing, because sometimes the corner was on at the same time as yeah. Josefina's on a Friday night. Yeah. Maybe that just wasn't successful. Well, maybe they need another place. Yeah. A third place, you yeah. know, because now there's so many people 
and and uh 240 members is a lot for the amount of spots it's a lot of money imagine they all paid fucking four thousand crowns yeah that's money you can pro you can promote your events with money but instead of everybody bringing their relatives and you can open up another stage and probably make money from having another stage yeah i don't think that they do the cost too often though so I, I mean, think it's like four times a year. I is think. it four times? I, I don't know. I think it's it, I, when I looked at the calendar when I booked. I think they had February. Uh, well, somebody can correct me, but three or four. And in my course, I think we were maybe ten yeah, or okay. twelve. All right. So in 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 the next three years, how mm. many new members is that? If you're doing four, it's probably somewhere like forty members. Yeah, and they all need spots. Yeah, they do. Yeah, where are they going to go? You know, like, when I did my group, I think we must have been, we were more than 10. I would say we were, like, maybe 15 people. Yeah. And out of all of those people, mm. m- there's three of us that are still doing stand-up. Yeah, because they're supposed to quit. They're supposed to pay and quit. You think that that's it? I think so. I, I think I, you got to be more strict with who does the course. I don't think so, man. You got to say stand-up is really brutal. You know, they don't laugh. It's I, horrible. I just, yeah, I, but they say that in the course. Yeah. They after t- you paid. After, after you paid. <laughs> yeah, I, say it before you paid. Yeah, I I kind of disagree that they should be strict with whoever gets to do the course. Yeah. I think anybody should do any fucking course that they want. Yeah. And in the experience that I've had with the other people who quit, mm-hmm. I think they quit because they didn't get enough spots and mm. they lost their momentum. Yeah. And I think that they just realized it wasn't for them. Mm. And if I'm being really brutally honest, mm. some of them just fucking sucked, man. Yeah. In you my know what course I mean? as well, it was pretty. And that, thank God, you came was there to intimidate the ones that weren't funny from yeah. talking too much. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Lunch was rough. You had a bad lunch? No, there was just like a lot of jokes that oh, didn't yeah. land. Like, yeah. like seven dudes at the same time trying to talk about pussy while I'm eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's like, be disturbing. Kim, can you yell at these people? Yeah. 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 When did you do your course? Uh, February. This year? Yeah. And when did you start doing stand-up? Uh, it, my thing is weird because I started the first time I did it was 2018, January. And where did you do it? Hendrikin. Uh-huh. Brian Daniel spot. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been a, a, like a first step for a lot of comedians. Yeah, and it's, definitely. It's a rough. It, it was a rough place. Of course, it was rough. But, but I it, think that's what was, we needed. We needed a rough place. It's kind of like Lincoln. It's yeah. a, it's a good starting point, and it's it's a great place to to start. And and um. And how often did you continue doing stand up after well, you started? Without being a member of that club, you almost get nothing. So I got Henriken. Um, I got one spot at Nier mm. in six months, mm. and I was like, I don't want to pay for a membership to get spots. I'm no. so poor, you know. I, I'm unemployed. I don't have money. Yeah. Uh, if I if I was rich, I wouldn't be doing stand up. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make money, not spend money on stand up. But yeah. But um, then I caved in and I, I decided I want to be part of this club. Mm. Is there any way where I cannot do the course? Mm. And I tried to do that for months. Yeah. And there's just no way. You have to get the course. Mm. And then then you're in the club. And then I didn't get any spots. And then I thought, damn, I, I, I wasted, you know, uh, 4000 on getting nothing. It's... Tolerable. But you feel you feel like it was a waste. Yeah, I feel like I got hustled. Uh, okay, I understand. If, the, if this course is a bag of weed and there's a little bud in the in the bag, yeah. in the corner of the bag, there's a little bit of bud. Yeah. So and you then ex- the rest is is fucking uh, oregano. So what did you expect then? You did you thought okay, I'm gonna do the course. How many mm-hmm. spots did you think you were gonna get? I think uh, like Magnus had five. He got five. I would be happy with five. Yeah, but that's probably over years. No, that's in one. We did the course at the same time. Oh, you did it yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think five is good. 
five. Ah, okay. And you've told four, four. I would uh, three. I would start getting a little bit annoyed. Yeah, four. Yeah. I would be happy. Five, six, seven. You. I would be like, wow, this was a great investment. Okay, yeah. so you're kind of comparing yourself to Magnus as yeah. well, then, because you did the course at the same time. Yeah. Let's just say that you're at an equal level, yeah. right, mm. comedic wise. Mm. And so he's got in five spots, mm. and you've got in no spots mm. booked, but you have got in two spots. At the, the thing is, I've been doing so many spots other places. Yeah, a lot. And I've fucking I've been doing well. Mm. As I said, I I'm a narcissist. I'll admit it. I'm funny. I've been fucking killing it. I opened for two comedians. Did you see me on the revolver? I crushed. And and I was up there with Joachim, and he didn't say anything. No. And it didn't affect my uh, odds for getting a spot. No. And, this and, is... and that's what pisses people off, maybe, especially yeah. you. Because if you I... think you did good, mm. and you should be rewarded for the talent and the level of comedy that you're doing. And that's the other thing. If you're doing a stand-up course, and your student fucking kills on stage, you're supposed to say, good job. Yeah. You're supposed to be, wow, you've, you've developed a lot. He doesn't say any compliments ever, man. No. I never got one compliment from him. Every time I see him, he always says, get out of the way, or you can't stand there, or some shit like that. Yeah, and I then you. I think, didn't you fucking just bomb because you were Sieg Heiling for five minutes in front of woke people yeah. with 20 years of fucking experience? And the only thing you have to say is move, you can't stand in the doorway. Yeah, I would say, wow, that was a rough set for me. Or I would be like, wow, that was a really good set for you. Mm. I was a judo trainer for kids. Yeah. Do you think that when they were winning matches, I was like passive aggressive towards them when they got off the mat and like refused to be like high five them? But let me ask you this question. I would be then. like, I'm your coach. You did well. It, it, it uh, reflects well on me. But I'm proud of you, you know. Yeah, good I job. I, I understand. And, yeah. and that's in the role of a coach when you're training yeah. other people competing in a division you're not competing in. That's true. But am I competing with you? I don't know. But does he think that he's competing against other people for spots? Is that, is that, do he's you, so do, big, you know, he's, uh, he's uh, so well known. He's like Joe Rogan of Norway, you know, mm. he shouldn't be so competitive. He should be supportive and, yeah. and be like, man, you, you're funny, you know. I, I agree, man. I, I agree. I'm, I'm just trying to like understand the psychology yeah. of somebody who doesn't want to compliment other people who yeah. did well, who are at a level beneath them. Like, I try really to give compliments to other comedians. Yeah, I, I know you do. There, there's a deficit. Of positive energy because we're competing with each other. Yeah. And sometimes uh, a comedian does well and nobody else wants to admit it. Mm. And we got to change that culture. We got to give each other compliments. Yeah. And and we got to uh, be more uh, positive and, and give, you know, be supportive. But if there's way too many comedians c competing over the spots, of course, we're going to get sharper elbows and, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think that there is a level of show and a level of comedian that I end up hanging out with, yeah. right? Say, for example, at like Lincoln or mm. one of Anthony's shows or at the corner. And there is no competition. We're mm. just all in it together. Yeah. You know, if you did well, fucking great job. Yeah. And, and if you did badly, mm. I would say, hey, maybe that was a bit rough yeah. work on this, do yeah. this. But when my experience is with the people that are, let's just say we're white belt comedians, yeah. right? The people that I'm hanging out with, they're always pretty, mm. uh, there's no, I don't, I don't ever experience a vibe of competition, yeah. but maybe when there's money involved yeah. or maybe if you've been doing something for so long and yeah. somebody's so new, maybe that's when like egos start yeah. getting, you know. I'll, I'll contrast this vibe to, for example, the workshops at Salt. Yeah. Right? Which we've been trying to... Yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. 
and and uh, and uh, I've been asked if I if I because they need a new person to run it, and I've I've uh, you know we had some sort of uh, vote or whatever, and it it hasn't been decided mm. by the way. But if I would be allowed to um, be part of that workshop. Uh, of course, I'm going to focus on the positive. Of course, I'm going to try to hook people up with spots. You can't have this like sort of strict vibe, you know. Mm. It have to be like a place where you can be 18 years old mm. and uh, and maybe a, a girl that's shy. Yeah. And you just feel comfortable, you know. Yeah, I understand. And nobody negs you, and nobody fucking tries to um, focus on the negative. You got to focus on what you did right during your set. Yeah. And nobody tells you get out of the doorway before they've even said hello. Mm. Yeah, but do you think the thing with you and your <laughs> I'm butt hurt for the yeah, I can, I can yeah. tell I, I don't I like can no tell <laughs> but you you feel like this is some kind of personal you're taking this really personally mm. a little bit yeah yeah okay yeah if you hustle me I'm gonna get angry that's basically that's the gist of this is yeah. there any way that you've misinterpreted the situation of course I'm not particularly bright but uh, I got I got to work with I got to play with the cards I'm dealt and. Uh, I've been I met a lot of people that, that, that took advantage of me and I feel like I've got I got like a, a sixth sense when somebody is, is hustling me a little bit yeah and by the way I've been sneaky before with people mm. and they've called me a motherfucker and it's not like the world stopped spinning because that happened to me it maybe made me reflect on what I did made me maybe change my behavior a little bit um, of course, I can apologize for for uh, not articulating myself uh, in a way that's smart, but at the same time, it's a little bit um, it's a little bit fake to use really beautiful language when I'm actually fucking pissed off. I you know, you. I would yeah. like to be transparent, and and people that know me know that that's how I talk. Yeah, I think and that's so. how I feel, and what you see is is what you get, and. And I, by the way, emailed Joachim before this, and I used the same language, so... Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, and I don't want to say shit behind people's back. No, so you're just telling it to his face yeah. or emailing well, him directly? I email or, him, and then, yeah. and then I posted it so that everybody knows where I stand, and, and then people can call me a motherfucker if they want. But do you, I, got a, I got another question, And though. they have. <laughs> yeah, I bet they have. Um, I didn't get a spot at the Deluxe Festival. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, I, I'm a pretty good comedian. Yeah. I, I'm pretty active. Yeah. Four and years, did you say? Yeah. 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 Still no spot. No, no spot. Not For a single four spot. years? Yeah. 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 Fuck. Not bro. a single spot. But again, my understanding of that is I haven't gotten a spot because of my lack of showing any kind of attendance yeah. at any. I haven't gone to a single deluxe festival. Yeah. I haven't gone to a single yeah. RDK show. So I understand that I haven't gotten a spot yeah. because of my lack of mm. dedication towards the club. Yeah. So that that's that's what I'm. That, that's my attendance has been kind of self-centered. Yeah. Because I'm showing up on uh, Wednesday where I could potentially get a spot. But and that's you, not the same as showing up to see other comedians. You know. Did, that's did you me. get offered a spot for the deluxe festival yeah okay yeah all right but yeah. you're already like you know i mean you're already in a better position than i am then yeah for something like that but then you should be more angry than me i'm know? not angry because yeah. my understanding is that to get a spot you have to show enthusiasm you, you know what you also have club. to do you know what you also have to do what you have to sell 10 tickets and you have to work two days for free 
and then you get five minutes. How long are the How long are the shifts? Uh, they said like it's from four until uh, uh, midnight or something. Mm. You know what? Again, I, it you get something, but it's like by the way, you have to suck some guy's dick behind a dumpster. There's always a catch. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But like, I think that the in order to make the deluxe festival go around, I mean, every festival has mm. like free uh, You know what I mean? Every yeah, yeah. festival has people that volunteer, yeah. and nobody's gonna fucking volunteer mm. to you know take coats or sell tickets mm. or anything like that you know from the public just to fucking go and see a bunch mm. of people tell jokes mm. but maybe the way to get those freevili mm. uh, people mm. is to utilize the comedians maybe if you said like hey we have a certain amount of spots allocated for the people that are working for free mm. and you are guaranteed a spot if you work a certain amount of time mm. it's not like who knows what's going to happen if you show the right attitude it's like you did two days of free labor mm. you are entitled to a spot I, that okay. would be pretty... So if there was like some kind of transparent, I give you yeah. this, I get that. This is like the Freemasons, you know? It's like yeah. you're in this club and then maybe you become the fucking Imperial Wizard or whatever. Maybe you don't get nothing. Yeah. It's not... You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what you're paying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get you. And by I the way, you. the workshops at Salt are free. Yeah. That's zero crowns. And you are... Um, you're there for two hours on Mondays. Six to eight or whatever. Yeah. And then after that, there's a, a two-hour show, and there's ten spots there, and uh, there there's a count, and usually almost everybody gets a spot. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah, it's totally, totally different. Totally different. Yeah. And also, you don't have to bring ten people to watch. We try to promote it, and everybody tries to promote it, and usually it's pretty full, and and uh, nobody is like obliged to sell tickets to their grandma, you know. Mm. Yeah, I feel I, very I, good about the workshop at Salt. It doesn't feel like a hustle at all to me. No, it doesn't feel like a hustle at Although all. Although Salt is banking, but it's like less, yeah, less of a hustle. Well, with, with Salt, I feel like it's pretty transparent, and I feel like it's a really good experience, and you get what you you know what you sign up for. Yeah, I mean, but you're not always guaranteed a spot at Salt. No, you know what I mean. But I've, there's I've 10 been spots. there. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't got in every spot. That's true. Yeah, mm. I mean, you get a lot of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, no, I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I kind of understand it from, I definitely from your perspective and my mm. perspective. Yeah. Uh, but I can definitely see it from RDK's perspective as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to run an organization basically mm. filled with mentally ill members, which yeah. a lot of comedians <laughs> are, <laughs> including us. Definitely mentally ill, yeah. 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 And, and I don't know, like, I mean, if it's a business and people are trying to, I mean, it is a for-profit business, right? Yeah. Don't, don't you think they should be doing every, every business's goal is to... It should be like the oil fund. It should be like a, a capitalist within reason. There should be some limits to how much greed you can have. <laughs> of course you're going to make money. Joachim wants a salary, of course. Mm. Um, and well, I think obviously that he's entitled to that. Yeah, but you might also wonder why Why don't you make money from stand-up. But enough about that. Um, yeah. I, I think that uh, they should profit. I think that they should profit a little bit less. They should use more of the money on promoting so you don't have to sell so many tickets. Mm. And they should open up another place so that there's a shorter line for all the spots. Yeah. If that happened, uh, I, I, I would applaud it. And also, as I said, if I had like five spots in one year from that membership, which cost me around 4000 
that'll be good enough. You say the membership costs four thousand, yeah. but that's including the course. Yeah. So you feel like the yeah, I guess you have it's, to it's do a the course. Bit, you have to do the course. But you, you don't. But you don't have to do the course next year, and then the fee is only like six hundred. So then, if you got yeah, like five spots or four spots for yeah. six hundred, would you be happy then? Uh, yeah. Would you be happy if you got two spots for six hundred? I would. I would probably get a little pissy, but I would take it. You know. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know, like when I read, when and I, I want a compliment from you working as well. You know. Yeah, I, I got That's you. Thing. And Just a little fist bump, and hey, you did great. Something yeah. like that. We 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 need to compliment each other. That's what this uh, 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 community needs a little bit. There's a there's a few people that that are are a little bit uh, up themselves. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A hundred percent. Sometimes yeah. it's me, but I, I'm trying my best to. To uh, to share, you know, spots that I think people could uh, show up to. Yeah. Especially people that I did the course with. Yeah. You know, like guys like Stian Valen mm. or or Sean uh, Mugema or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, I, I think you got to go Mugema. Yeah, Mugema. I think so. I asked and him once how to say it. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's yeah. a fucking that's a real noise." Yeah, no, I just point at him and uh, and scream. Yeah. But uh, every time they're on stage, I'm always rooting for them cuz you know, they're my bros and we did the course together. Yeah, you know, I mean, every time anybody's on stage, I'm yeah. rooting for them because yeah. not only do I want them to do well, but if they do poorly mm. and then I got to go up after that, yeah. sometimes they set the caliber of the audience to mm. nothing is funny. Yeah. And I got to work out of a deficit and then yeah. try to bring them back either yeah. as the host or the next comedian yeah so i'm always hoping everything goes yeah. perfectly for me you got guys like for example espen abramson killer i don't i don't uh beat around the bush with him because he's fucking good yeah same with alexander christian bastelson they're fucking good i tell them you suck there mm. that was shit yeah because they're so good they're usually good every time mm. with a new beginner yeah you gotta focus on what you did right yeah that yeah, yeah, punchline yeah. was good some of the other stuff was weird, and that joke at the end was very nice. I because understand. otherwise people quit, you know. But do you think you were Kim, you know, not like treating mm. you like a new beginner? Mm. When he he doesn't, you know, have to say that you killed or hey, move, get out of the doorway. Well, or something I did like just that. do his course, and I've been. Uh, I say I started in 2018, but I I did it like six times, and then we had COVID for two years. Yeah. And then I started last October, and I felt like I started. From scratch. from scratch because yeah. i've only done it a handful of times because i couldn't get any spots because rdk has all the fucking spots well they and, did and so, have all the spots they definitely don't have all the spots now we should talk about that too because that's the uh flip side to this a hundred percent new spots are popping up yeah because i think you're getting a a, a whole generation of comedians that yeah. understand that they're not going to get enough spots unless they make spots happen themselves they've waited for a couple of years yeah and then they've gone fuck it let's just go talk to a, a club and i I actually spoke to a bar called Rabalder mm. yesterday. Yep. I, I, I'm going to have a meeting with him on Wednesday. And I'm not a great organizer, I think. I, I'm i certainly not the best uh, confidencier, but I think I have the network and the experience to do a decent job. You know, 30, 40 people watching. Yep. The bar makes money on a Tuesday when it's quiet. That's the solution here. If there's many uh, venues where comedians can go, then that one club doesn't get to have this monopoly power. No. You know? I, I definitely don't think that they have any monopoly mm. power at all, especially because you've got places like Salt, which mm. are really promoting com comedy. You've got Nya, where you perform a lot. Nya's my favorite spot. Me, mine too. Yeah. I, lo I, I love Nya. Nya got upset with me because yeah. of this. Because yeah. they're booking too, and they were like, dude, you, you cannot do personal attacks. 
Yeah, like, I understand. Uh, because I was in there yesterday, and they were telling me, you know. Yeah, well, maybe they think, are you going to flip on us? Yeah, yeah. Right? I, pr- no, I promise I will never flip on you guys. I love yeah. you guys so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, never never going to post any shit about you guys, I promise. But it's a different model with Nero as well, because they're not expecting you to pay membership. No, they're not. They're paying you. Exactly. You're not paying them. It's a it's a more transparent business yeah. And they're profiting. They're yeah. making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're doing spots and making cash, yeah. and they're making cash, yeah. and the audience has a so good time. You can have stand up without having the comedians pay and still profit. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, Nier would be bankrupt and all the other places would be bankrupt. Yeah, you can definitely have stand up without people being members of a club. Yeah. Right? And remember, the shittier the jokes, the more people have to drink. Yeah. So that's that's why I, you know if I'm on stage, you're gonna make a lot of money. You know, everybody has <laughs> to get hammered. <laughs> oh, I definitely don't believe yeah. that. Uh. But um, I'm definitely funnier if you're hammered. Yeah. Because yeah. I am. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think you're burning some bridges doing this, though? Yeah, it was a bridge. I, I set that bridge on fire. Question is, where was that bridge leading? Yeah. Well, the question is also, is the bridge behind you or is it in front of you? Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Have you heard that quote? I'm not smart enough for that metaphor. No. Okay. Well, how about how about Can another? Can you simplify it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, like, the, how about this quote? Let, let the bridges that you burn... Mm guide your path towards the future okay so maybe it's pushing me in a different direction well, because definitely. i can't walk down that you can't yeah. so yeah, well, it's going to light up the other opportunities and the other pathways that you have to take now yeah i i um i'm trying to focus harder on for example Bergen. yeah uh, um because of this and i'm going to trondheim mm. and uh, those are two new paths and i'll say this because this is something i haven't really said because people have criticized me for what i said i've been getting a lot of support yeah. actually on facebook from yeah. comedians mm. that are telling me i don't want to say this because i want to try to get spots still yeah um but i completely agree with you and there's been a lot of support there's been a lot of criticism as well uh but nobody wants to say it on the facebook post they all send me messages the one that supports me yeah but uh, Badigan apparently likes it a lot yeah yeah Badigan apparently maybe has beef with oslo i don't know but I've never had this many friend requests. Oh, really? One, no, so many friend Damn. requests. Yeah, from Badigan, from fucking from uh, the rest of Norway. And they're saying, they're not really saying, mm, I agree, but uh, they're adding me just after that post. And yeah. and those are comedians that I think are cool. Yeah. So, as I said, I didn't sleep that much last night, but I was also kind of excited, you know, that, that comedians that I think are cool in Bergen are messaging me and stuff and mm. offering me uh, spots and yeah. things like that, so... Well, I, I, I listen. I, I think what you did is definitely uh, something which is. Um, I, I bet a lot of people are thinking about it. Yeah. And now, like the conversation is out in the open. Yeah. I mean, people are agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. And it's something that like people can definitely take yeah. to you know Joachim or RDK. Yeah. I'm sure they've seen it. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it can lead it. It maybe it can lead to them getting. Uh, I don't know, like another night going or some kind of if overhaul into the change. transparency. Yeah, yeah, don't you think? You know, my this has been a bit I've been doing uh, that I, I blackmailed my previous job. Yeah. Because uh, I, I worked in um, special healthcare, mm. And um, they have a, a creative relationship with the law. It's a private company. Gotcha. So basically they told us we were going to work for eight days a month. You have yeah. to live there and sleep there and shit. Yeah. And then turns out it was ten. But you got paid for 10? No. 
Eight. Oh, that's not yeah. cool. No, I got so angry and I threatened to uh, s- uh, sue them. Yeah. And blackmail them. Basically, I'm either I'm getting um, uh, four paychecks and I'm not working, mm. or I'm getting a lawyer and a journalist. Yeah. And all my friends were like, "What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing?" They fired that boss. Yeah. That uh, did the, that thing to the, us. The, he lost his job, and they also cleaned up the roster. Yeah. So now it's not eight, but it's nine. Yeah. Okay. So they went down from ten to nine. And and all my friends and all the people that I worked with, my family, were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're burning a bridge. Something positive came out of it, yeah. actually. Yeah. They, all those people at that job, they have to work one day less per month. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I always think that, like, whether it's negative or positive, you should always just do what <clears throat> whatever your intuition tells you. That's you, what I did, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, like, people spend too much time calculating things with their yeah. brain, and they get lost in some kind of fucking decision-making yeah. fatigue. Like, Magnus used the word strategic. Yeah. It's like, this is not very strategic. Nah. And it's like, you're right, Magnus, but uh, how do you say this? Well-behaved women rarely make history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad bitches make history. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They yeah. crack eggs and they make omelette. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Scramble man. eggs. Like, f- fuck being like strategic and all that yeah. sort of shit. Sometimes, well, sometimes I'll suck some dick, but I've. I've but my... then it's got to be worth getting a fucking blowjob yourself. This, yeah, I, I want, it's going to have to be 69. I'm not just going to give head. I, I want what I'm getting mm. has to be in proportion to what I'm giving. And and uh, as I said, I'm not the type of person that likes to be hustled. It makes me feel very angry. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, I see a lot of success stories coming out of RDK. Yeah. I definitely do. Yeah. And I think that RDK is a clear stepping stone for mm. advancing Onto latte. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people I've... that have people that have like done well at say for example Espen Abrahamson. Yeah. He, he killed yeah, at, he killed at uh Josephina's uh, RDK night. Yeah. And I think the you know the booker from Latte saw him there. He is gonna run train on Latte tryouts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is like man. But that's one thing that I maybe fucked up. I, think, I didn't know about the the RDK doctor connection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, because another thing that I thought when I read your post is okay if you can't play the RDK game, yeah. Can you play the Lutter game? I'm trying to play the Lutter game. Because, um, you know, Lutter's a fucking successful business yeah. and they're bringing in, you know, whatever it is, a million a week or whatever the fuck it is. I'm trying to play the Lutter game and uh, I've been uh, talking to a Booker at Lutter yeah. and he said he's willing to come check me out. And he, I think, uh, this is what I realized, he was going to be at Fiskenfask maybe the day I was going to... Ah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. But I'm sending him videos. And he's saying I'm not there yet, but I'm getting closer and closer. Yeah. Because I really have to clean up my shit to be unlocked. Yeah, I think you gotta have. I like, am not. You gotta have spe- yeah. you know su- subject matter, yeah. and a, a level that people aren't gonna like go. Ugh. I have a lot of respect for clean comedy. Me too. It's harder. Uh, for me, it's going to take a practice to do that well. I'm a f- fucking filthy guy. You're a filthy yeah, comedian. Yeah, so yeah, am I. Yeah. So am I. So yeah. we're in the same situation. Yeah. I'm actually developing a yeah. clean set yeah. uh, for the next six months. Yeah. But I'm parallel developing a filthy set. Exactly. So you got to have two I'm, I'm going to give the audience yeah. a vote. I'm going to say, do you guys want a clean set yeah. or do you want to go to therapy? Yeah. And, you know, if I give them that choice, I'll yeah. just respect the decision. Yeah. And I'll also just yeah. choose tonight or the next month. Clean, 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 yeah. clean, clean. Yeah. Hey, dude, can you grab me another beer? Yeah, just yeah, from yeah. That? You want one? Just go and grab I'm it. I'm still working on mine. 
Yeah, okay. This is because I got those Australian drinking habits, bro. When the sun's out, beers are getting cracked. Thanks a lot, man. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking enjoy hey, this. Shout out to clean comedians. It's harder. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely harder. If you're doing clean comedy, that's that's difficult and that's admirable. Do you know who does uh, clean comedy very well? No. He doesn't always do it, but when he, Felix Zuccotti. Yeah. He'll he'll do like you yeah. know a fucking long ass joke, or yeah. several jokes that are squeaky clean. He's more of a uh, philosophical comedian, I guess. Yeah, he's a yeah. smart dude, yeah. man. Have you ever played chess against that guy? No, no. Yeah. You know, last time I played chess, what? I. I uh, <laughs> I played against a seven-year-old girl, mm. and then uh, it was this uh, birthday party uh, for their friends. My was family. it her birthday? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was her sister. It was her sister's birthday, I think. It, yeah. And then we're playing, and it's like at the end of the night, and uh, she's winning. Mm. She's seven years old. She's winning, and I tell her like, "Oh, we gotta go. You know, I gotta leave. You gotta head off." This is what they call um, a Remy, and she was like, "It's Remy." <laughs> I was Damn. like, you little bitch. You got schooled you by a seven year old. fucking seven year old bitch yeah. teaching me French and chess at the same time. Oh, hey, did you see the video of that little kid's hand getting crushed by the yeah. chess robot? There was a chess robot playing chess against like four or five people, and yeah. this kid was like making his move and had his hand there. And then the, the chess robot was like going to take that piece and fucking just crushed that kid's hand, <laughs> broke his fingers. <laughs> Well, like, oh, well I, I, I wanted to do that, you know. Yeah, you should. I'm not a robot. So, yeah. Oops, Remy, this. If I was a robot, I totally would have. So you think you need to develop uh, a, a kind of clean set yeah. that doesn't deal with specific topics or use specific language so that you can succeed at that? I think that there's uh, several audiences. Yep. The people like me that are, are losers in the twenties. Degenerates. 20s. Yeah. The people that listen to that like Louis C.K. before mm. he got me too. Then that likes to watch Bill Burr screaming at Philadelphia. Yep. When they were all booing him. The people that are angry. And anger is very funny, and negativity is very funny, and the darkness is very funny. But it's not for everyone, and uh, this is a craft, so you have to have a clean comedy as well. And yeah, you gotta and, have songs for the radio. And yeah, exactly. And and if you can't adapt to the audience, then you suck. Yeah. And I think that this is what I've been trying to do, as I've got a little bit more experience. I try before I go on stage. I try to look at the audience. Yeah. What do they look like? No. And I look at the other comedians. What are their jokes landed? Mm. And um, sometimes it's a bunch of woke people. Yeah. And, uh, and more and more. Yeah. And they. Did, did, just on the topic of a woke audience, yeah. have, have you heard or seen that in England, it's like a growing amount of clubs that mm. the audience members get stickers? And the stickers, it's a green sticker if mm. the comedian can talk to you. Yeah. Or it's a red sticker mm. that says, do not talk to me. Right. Yeah. Right. Can I wear that red sticker just in life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just on my forehead. Dude, I'm just gonna do not uh, fucking talk to me. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Just on my door. Just never knock. Dude, I'm never uh, knock on my door ever. <laughs> I want to get the sticker system yeah. going, but it's like, oh, do you want to get roasted? Yeah. Red sticker. Yeah. Game yeah. on. Let's go. Yeah. You know what the worst is? I I don't think uh, if if I got heckled, I don't think I would do well. You don't think so? It's an art. You got to practice. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I like to to prepare, you know. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. You got a script in your head. I've I've shut down some people that talk too much. Mm. 
Um, but if there, it's a smart heckler, I think I'm on thin ice. Dude, I did a show at Uria. It was the second last show on the um, Crush tour. Yeah. And the venue didn't tell anybody that was stand-up. They didn't mm. fucking organize speakers. We had to yeah. hustle and get everything going. And there might have been like 50 or 60 people or something mm. sitting outside at a cafe enjoying mm. their yeah. reke, their yeah, sulnet yeah. gang and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And uh, we just started doing stand-up, and then there was one big-ass table of mm. fucking maybe 10 people, and they would not shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then when I went on stage, I was like the third or fourth comedian, mm. whatever it was, and I told them, can you guys be quiet? Does everybody here want them to shut the fuck up? Mm. Yes! Mm. And then that just made them only want to talk more, and they got louder. So in, in, um, if we go back to the topic of is it okay to be aggressive mm. and mean to achieve something, do you think you could have called them motherfuckers? I did call them motherfuckers. Did it work? No, uh, it didn't work. It would have been good for my case if that worked. Yeah. Then it would have been like that Facebook post then is, yeah. is logical now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because but it didn't work. No, I asked them. So then I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I asked them nice a couple of times. They yeah. just kept on talking. Yeah. And then I go, I got everybody in the audience involved. The yeah. other 50 people that couldn't hear mm. shit and wanted to enjoy the show. Yeah. And I go, should these motherfuckers shut up? Yeah. Yes. Shut up. Everyone says, yeah. shut up. I go, guys, you got to shut the fuck up yeah but then they were just these type of people that are going you told us to shut the yeah. fuck up yeah. we're gonna try to be louder oh really so, yeah it was it, it didn't it totally backfired you wow. know but you can't always how, what's your reaction in that like how angry are you from one to ten in a situation oh, dude like that? honestly i'm not angry at all no. because You're happy. I, I yeah i'm happy yeah. and i understand that these people are didn't come here for a stand-up show yeah. because the way that it worked was we got paid money from the venue mm. and they just didn't announce it at yeah, all yeah. so yeah. there was a few people that came because of stand-up you know from mm. our post and we've been there before yeah. but the majority of them had no idea there was a show yeah. they just wanted to have a glass of wine mm. in the sunset yeah. and, and eat their fish yeah. so they didn't sign up for this at all and there was nowhere else for them to sit Yeah. so w w what can you do you can't really get too upset no, I listen. I can see it from their perspective. They, they're having fucking, they're having fish and chips. Yeah, that's better than stand up. Yeah, if they're having brisket, that's better than stand up. <laughs> if they're having like oysters, mm. that's way better than stand up. Man, you know one thing that happened. Way better. One thing that happened at that show, and th and this is like a testament to how much I don't give a fuck because yeah. I understand people are in different positions and shit like that. I yeah, was yeah. in the middle of a joke. And then the joke requires me to ask the audience, do you know what I said? Yeah. And then this guy was leaving. And I said, do you know what I said? And then yeah. he stopped. And he looked at me and he said, no. <laughs> and I don't want to know. This Whoa. is the worst stand-up show I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> and, I just, and I just started laughing. What, just, what, what was the response from the from the group? To the, from the audience? Yeah. Did they just start laughing too? Yeah. Because they were having a good time. And he was just some guy that did not turn up there. For, it was his yeah. birthday. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I mean, and he, no. he'd like turn Stand 60 Stand up on your something. birthday? No. Dude, he just wants to like hang out with his girlfriend. When you're 60, you don't want to stand up. You want to lay down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You just want to sit on your boat yeah. and fucking drive off into the sunset. You just want a blowjob and, and a steak. You just, you'd just be happy with an erection at that age. Yeah. Be like, I'll oh, be happy with an erection at my age. <laughs> <laughs> only happens when I criticize uh, <laughs> when yeah. you talk shit about you yeah. it's the only thing at the time I have a heart on this yeah, yeah, your <laughs> cock is just like yeah let me get this fucking hate like, just post one out. more time oh. I just need to get off yeah no 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 I get I get it up sometimes yeah
I bet you do, bro. Yeah. I bet you do. You're yeah. a young man in your prime. How old are you now? 29. 29. That's yeah. a powerful age, son. Yeah, I'm supposed to feel like this is the peak of my health. It's getting there. Yeah. It depends. I don't know, because you were a pretty competitive judo athlete for many years. I was way better health when I was like 16. But you know, Actually, I don't think the peak of your health for a male is at 29. No. I think the peak of your health for a male is at 18. If I met, Yeah, I agree. If I met myself at 18... 18 year old me would beat the shit out of He'd 29. Fucking Uchimari, yeah, and then just get on top and yeah. just you'd choke on his dick, yeah. And I would look at myself and I would get a hard on from that, so mm. I would just I would just let me uh attack myself sexually, yeah. So, but like, that's you, my dream scenario, dude. Maybe. That's why I'm always jerking off into a mirror. You go, go back, we'll, we'll, it's like I'm fucking myself. <laughs> we're gonna invent a time yeah. machine. The first thing we're gonna do is send you back. Yeah. You're gonna meet your 18 year old Just self. fuck myself in the ass right away. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm you from the future. Bend that's, over. That's what I'm already doing with podcasts where I'm all tin soup or some shit and then I'm listen to my own voice. Yeah, but it's you, like I'm fucking myself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so narcissistic. Oh. It's so narcissistic. Oh, listen, yeah. I'm in my own headphones. Yeah. Wow. I'm at work laughing and my colleague is like, why are you laughing? And I, I can't say. That it's because I listen to myself. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. That's right. insane. Psycho alarm. Yeah. Psycho oh, alarm. Shit. But uh, you're not, I mean, you're not doing any more judo training. You're not no. doing shit. I've been doing some jujitsu with the, the Boss Townsend brothers. Where at? Uh, <laughs> they have uh, nine mats. Which yeah. is something like, I don't know, a three square long. meters. Yeah, it's three by and three then, I guess. We're yeah. like seven dudes. So we're basically, we're rolling, trying to choke each other and stuff. And it's raining. Last time it was raining so hard and we're outside in the park. So you just, okay, shit. And I'm used to having the white judo gi, you know, yeah. the thing you wear is you hold on to that. Yeah. This is without a gi, so it's a slippery. And uh, I stand up because in judo you stand up and then you just f fall down because it's slippery. So I, basically for two hours I was just slipping, did banging get, my head and, and, and being choked out. Did, did you get any good throws? Like do you still have the throw movement? The There's hit not movement? enough space to throw at all. No, okay. You need for, with the, if you want to throw someone first you got to make a move. Mm. And when they have momentum that's when you throw them. Yeah. But you need space to move. Okay, so you guys are just starting on your knees or I mean, so basic, one person sitting down playing guard. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. And, and they uh, choked me a lot and stuff. Yeah. So my next Facebook post is going to be about that. Talking <laughs> shit about those. Fucking Alexander Bastiansen winning against me. You yeah. bastard. He just, got his, he just got his blue belt. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. That's a really big achievement. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of Alexander. Yeah. You know what? Most people quit before they ever yeah. get their blue belt. You, you know, it'd be weird if Israel sucked at jujitsu. Yeah. Because they're Jews. Yeah, that would be so weird. It's like this is this is like your like you should be good at this. It's called jujitsu. Yeah, it's like, in the name, guys. Yeah, you should dedicate fucking three hours every day to. And this. you've been choking Palestine for thirty years, so yeah, this, they, it should. They choke you. They're, yeah, they choke you on your restrictions. Yeah, you should all be world champions at jujitsu, Israel. <clears throat> do you have a? Do you have a? You ever meet anybody from Israel? Um, no. Man, you know, when I was, uh, I backpacked around South America uh, when I, in like maybe 2001, 2002, yeah. I was there for two years. Yeah. And you get a lot of people from Israel who have just yeah. finished their compulsory two-year military service. Oh, wow. And that's like hardcore military service. Yeah, that's real military. Real military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so then they all travel with members. Genocidal military. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah, the real deal. Yeah, and then a lot of them travel with members of their platoon in big groups, oh. like fucking five, six, seven, yeah. ten guys. Yeah. And they just go and take all the drugs because yeah. they've just been exposed to so much traumatic shit. Yeah. So they're always like, hey, yeah. we just got some coke. Yeah. Hey, we got some weed. Hey, wow. let's go and do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was in, I was in Colombia. And uh, a bunch of Israeli guys are yeah. actually there. They get flown out to train the um, to the guerrillas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it'd be funny if like all the the Israeli Jews went to the same places where the Nazis would go hide after World War Two. Yeah. Like, like, and shit. Yeah. And like, like, oh, hey, I found you, motherfucker. Wow, there's like a German village here. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I've been to those German villages. Yeah. I've been to them in like yeah. the hills of Bolivia, yeah. where there's nothing yeah. there, you go. Why the fuck is everybody if you're speaking a Jew German? there? You would be freaking pissed. Yeah, you'd you'd be, be like, pissed. you guys escaped and created another German thing here after the did thing you, you guys you, did. You think Hitler made it out? And I don't know. I think um, I, I, I lo you know, like d d just for context, yeah. a lot of the top level uh, Nazis mm. made it out. Yeah. You heard of that doctor, Doctor Mengele? Yeah, yeah, the guy that did all the experiments. Yeah. He Angel fucking, of death. Yeah, he died yeah. on a beach in Brazil like fucking yeah. twenty years ago. There's no justice. <laughs> no justice at There's all. No justice, dude. I, I'm thinking maybe Hitler made it out. Dude, they you haven't know, I, found the body. They haven't found anything. The only evidence that Hitler actually died mm. is a skull mm. that the Russians have at the KGB that they bring out once every year. Maybe he's still alive. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I don't know, man. Fuck, you know my middle name is Adolfson. No, yeah, that's Nazis. Holy yeah. shit! That is some Nazi shit. Your yeah. parents are like, "How can we make this guy even more unlikable?" And it's yeah, yeah. No, Adolfson. I don't use it. I use my you mom's name. Imilin is my mom's. Imilin is my Adolfson. Is that's my dad's. Okay, name. so you got one of those double last names. Well, it's supposed to be my dad's last name, but I just I, I prefer my mom's because but what I don't is want it to on, sound like a Nazi. What is it on like official doc? Documents. Uh, Sievert Adolfsen Eimiel. So Adolfsen is my middle name. So it's not a part of your familiar name, your surname. It's uh, officially it's my middle name. Ah, okay. Well, then yeah. you're good, man. I've been hiding it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, James isn't my real last name. No. It's my middle name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, I just went with like, my last name is really Nichols. But when I started on Facebook... I was like, I don't want these fucking idiots to find me. I'm just yeah. going to go with Inia James. I don't yeah. want some friend requests from a bunch of assholes in the Inia James grade. is a good name. I think so. Yeah, it's a good... Sievert Imelin, I hate it. You it sounds like, like it? an STD or something. Yeah, I got Sievert again. See, yeah, and yeah. Imelin is like the cream you rub on it or some <sighs> yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, I, hate, I banged this gang. Wasn't yeah. worth it. Got some Sievert, but yeah. I'm going to rub some Imelin. It's like, here's a North Korean soldier. His name is Sievert Imelin. It's like, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like some North Korean shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it I mean, it works in Norway, though, yeah. right? I mean, that's where you're doing comedy. It's but you know, my granddad, he recently died. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. I'll call him a motherfucker, too. He was, really? Yeah, he was violent as hell. Okay, yeah. so... So it's not just you, Joachim. I call my grand grandfather a motherfucker as well now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's in good company. But his name was Hallo Grimm Adolfsson. That's, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> that's really yeah. rough. But he was the way he sounded. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. Well, he was like a kind of uh, alcoholic piece of shit, kind of beat his wife kind of guy? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the kids. And also, it's, it's so racist, it's like unbelievable. Yeah. Because I like to think I have a little bit of racism in me. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's, 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 you're born with it, mm. you know? And it's, for me, it's not like ideological or political or anything like that. It's just like, I like uh, puns that are not politically correct. Yeah. Uh, I, I like humor that's not, you know, sometimes, uh, 
Well, it's the jokes Polished that, enough. It's the jokes that you tell your friends too. Yeah. I mean, but, you're not politically but, correct when it's a fucking. But with my granddad, I'm like woke. I'm like, holy shit, granddad, you're the worst fucking guy. He he would just watch the news with like star like famines and stuff, and always just laugh and stuff. <laughs> what yeah. an asshole. Yeah, that that's what he always did when we came over. He he watched the news and laugh and like starving kids. Dude, I dated this English girl, and we had a German friend. We were like nineteen or twenty or something, <clears throat> and the German friend came over, and this was in England. Yeah. And her grandfather was an admiral in World War Two in the yeah. Navy, British Navy. Yeah. And then he sat down, and we we're all talking, and then he goes, "Oh, where are you from, dear?" And she goes, oh, I'm from Germany. And he mm. goes, the only good German is a dead German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're yeah, just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. And that's just his attitude. You know, he just spent his career fucking watching his friends die and killing yeah, Germans. Yeah, yeah. And he just could not let that shit My go. My granddad was also a military guy. Yeah. And you know what he said? Because he had a stroke like 15 years ago. This is what he always said when I was visiting him. Hal Grimaldolfsen. Mm. He, a motherfucker. Um, he always said, because he had a stroke. And you know, when you have a stroke, you have to be really quick. Otherwise, your brain gets fucked. You have to treat it extremely fast. And the faster you are, the faster you recover. And basically, they fucked up the hospital. Mm. They, they, they were messing around, and he needed so much rehabilitation to learn how to talk and walk and read and all that shit. Yeah. And every time I was visiting, he was always like, if this was during a wartime, I would have I shot those doctors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would have straight up shot those uh, medical staff that yeah. worked on me. Yeah, and I was just like, "Granddad, you're like the worst role model." Yeah, first, first you're laughing at a famine in Yemen, and now you're telling me you want to murder a doctor who treated you. Well, if the doctor fucked up, I'm it, not so bad considering. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is what I come from. But if the doctor fucked up, and your granddad yeah. had to live the rest of his life not fully recovered because yeah. of some fucking doctor yeah. moron, yeah, dude, I'd want to shoot that asshole too. I would probably write an angry Facebook post yeah. and call him a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So why didn't you tag you Kim in that post? Uh, I don't have him as a friend. Ah, uh, you should have added him, got accepted, uh, and then tagged him. Oh yeah. That's the move, bro. I'm, I'm not so good at technology, man. No, no, no. I have a Motorola. Let him know. I have hey, a dude. Motorola. Phone. I Check can't do too out. much, you know. No, no. But uh, you know, fuck man. Yeah. You know, life is. Uh, life but I, is... I'm better than my granddad, right? Yeah. 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 That's something. Yeah. That's yeah. my goal in life to just not laugh at famines. Yeah. Just say motherfucker sometimes. Dude, I had I had a recent experience with somebody who had a minor stroke, and they they think it's a stroke. They don't yeah. even know yet, right? And he's yeah. a comedian. This is Italian guy, Domenica. Shout right. out to Domenica. And I went and visited him at the hospital. And he goes, I went paralyzed on the left side of my body. It only lasted for 15 minutes. And yeah. then I got it back. The doctors think it's a stroke. They're doing neurological testing, you know, mm -hmm. with the fucking sensors on his shaved head, all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he goes, uh, you know, the last couple of years, I haven't been doing stand-up because mm -hmm. I've been, uh, my, ba my baby was born. And then mm -hmm. I had to buy an apartment and fix the apartment. And then we had to sell the apartment and buy another apartment. I had to get this job, all this kind of shit. And I just go, oh, you didn't have a stroke, man. You're just fucking too stressed. And you're you just Italian. Yeah, you're just Italian. <laughs> you're just an Italian guy. And, and and I think that like part of like your body shutting down is because you're not doing the thing that you love, which is stand up. Yeah. And you it's like, I mean? bro, they didn't shave your head. You've been losing your hair <laughs> yeah. for 15 it's years. It's called male pattern yeah. baldness. He's like, they shave my head. They like, shave You look like Dana White, bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, look, yeah. Yeah. you were bald before the stroke. Yeah. Are, are are you getting bald? Me? Yeah, you no. got a beautiful set of hair. Thank you. Yeah. I'm getting I'm I'm getting gray. Yeah, you know, but there's that's a, nice. It's okay. I yeah. got a bit of salt and pepper. Yeah, but there's a history of um, 
what do you call it? Like gray hair occurring at a younger age yeah. in my family yeah. on the Irish side. Okay. Yeah. So my cousin basically went gray when he was 18. Mm. My other cousin had like a full silver fox head of hair at 30. Oh, shit. It's you know nice. Gray is, is much better to have gray than to get bald. Than to get bald. I'm it is. Thank you for saying that. I've had these, what do you call Viking. I don't mm. know what you call them in, in, in English. It's like the side of your head's when I was receding. Like 11, when so, I was like 11. Yeah, okay. I had that shit. But, yeah. So it was a full like kind of forehead of hair and then no. it just started sliding backwards. I could never have like a cool like hairstyle with hair gel and shit because yeah. I had like a stripe of hair at the front and then receding on the sides mm. and and I, I remember always trying to make try you know like when you're in year eight in school mm -hmm. and you have like hair wax and you're trying to make it cool yeah, and stuff yeah, and, yeah. and I could never like because I don't have enough hair. No. Yeah. And then I, I you got enough now though. Yeah. You can fucking you, you don't style it or anything now. No. You kind of just gave up on that in grade eight. I'm trying to be a little bit more transparent. Like for example, it would be weird if I had really beautiful clothes. Yeah. Because that doesn't reflect who I am. Or your economy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would rather have less of a facade and be have more of my ugliness on the outside. Well, lucky as a comedian, nobody's judging you on your beauty. No. And, yeah. a, and a comedian that looks really nice, it's not smart. No. Because the audience is going to be like, wow, you look much nicer than yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Do you put any thought into your appearance of how, you're, like, how you look to the audience on stage? Are you trying to purposefully like dress down or yeah. anything like that? I'm trying to not have a lot of colors. Yeah. Because I just want them to listen to the joke. And I try to not have a funny t-shirt or anything like that. Yeah. Just tone it down and look normal. And, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, have you seen what Yunus... Yosef wears? Oh, no, nah, what does he wear? Very casual. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like he's fucking going for playing mini golf or something, right? Yeah, it looks like he's very, very casual and uh, it's probably on purpose. I think so. Yeah, you should maybe try to look like your audience, maybe. You think? Or a little I bit like. I don't, you know, I don't put too much effort into what I'm going to look like. Sometimes mm. I, I, I'm like you, I'll just mm. try to wear like a single non distracting fucking t shirt. Yeah. But the only thing I consider is the lighting at yeah. the venue. Yeah. If it's really dark, I don't want to wear something dark. Yeah. So like, for example, at the corner and shit like that, I'll yeah. wear like a white shirt yeah. just so I don't fade into the yeah. bar behind me. Yeah. That's me, basically it. For me, the only rule is that my nipples have to show. Yeah. Like I'll cut holes... I'll I'll make it work, <laughs> but I've, if if you can't see my nipples, I'm not talking. You know. Yeah. That's my only rule. Did you? I have three nipples, so for me it's different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I usually draw like a triangle, and I, I do like a diagram, and yeah, you know, it's a whole thing. Do people really have three nipples though? Illuminati, I call the three nipples. Dude, yeah. I think it's a, actually a higher amount of people have three nipples than you think. Really? The dude, yeah. It will be typical. It's that like ten percent. Ten percent of all people have three nipples. Yeah. I think so. I hope so. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I hope. Me too. Yeah. Dude, have you ever seen that Total Recall movie? The uh, original no. one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? This no. is a chick who has three tits. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it one time in, on porn. Three tits? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Like, wow. But it's not like you, can, you can't really watch that. That's uh, For you, me, it's more than I can handle. You, you get know? too amazed. I like, only what? have two hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. One's uh, going to get lonely. <laughs> So why were you living? You told me you lived in Australia for six years. Yeah. Why are you in Australia for six years? Studied. Oh, yeah. What did you study? Uh, I studied first. I got a, a bachelor's degree in journalism, and then I got a master's degree in international relations. Huh. Yeah. And you don't do anything with those degrees. Uh, I've had f five years of not getting anything. But have you like been unemployable 
with those degrees? Aren't people hiring journalists or can't international relations get you a job doing some kind of NGO work? I I can only give you like my story. Maybe other people have had success, but um, I I went to Australia and I did a lot of internships. In in Australia? Yeah, ABC, for example. You know, foreign correspondent? Yeah. I was on there. Where, Where in Australia were you? Uh, Sydney. In Sydney? I studied at UTS. Did you? Yeah, and UNSW. Ah. Yeah, and I, I did internships with the ABC, uh, SBS Dateline. Yeah. Uh, I worked at a radio show with no listeners called SBS Norwegian. Oh, wow. I worked on a radio show with no listeners for like years. In Oh, my God. And I sat there in a full-on studio, which is the equivalent of NRK. Yeah. And a fucking a good tech technician... And uh, just sitting there for two hours, nobody listening. Were you talking? Were yeah. you hosting? No, I, I Were you would, reading the news in Norwegian or something? We had this insane guy that had a show and nobody's listening. And I was always asking him, like, do you have any numbers? And he was like, no, we don't have numbers. And I would be like, what on Facebook, what does it look like? And it's just him liking everything. Oh, my and God. And he told me, like, see, this is what you do. You, you post. You, you like it from SBS Norwegian. And then you log out and you go into your own personal account and you like there. And there you go. <laughs> now we have two likes already. Wow. Yeah. Viral. Yeah. And it, it's, it was funny because I, I would do it in Norwegian and the technician is, is Australian, right? Yeah. And like a pro. Yeah. And then there's me. And he has no idea what the content is. No. So I would just tell him, play the next segment. And then he'll be like, all right. And it, what I would usually do is because I would fill in when the host was away. Then I would do the show. Yeah. And I, I would just, because I was studying international relations and I wanted to be this foreign affairs world news journalist. I was really into like international relations. And I would just call up professors and experts. Mm. For example, on, I don't know, like uh, terrorism or uh, China mm. or some shit like that. Uh, Putin, the guy who wrote a book about Putin. And I would just ask him stuff that I, that I was wondering. And, uh, and the technician <laughs> would just sit there and be like... Right? <laughs> like, no idea what we're saying, you know? Yeah. We could be denying the Holocaust for two hours. He would have no idea. <laughs> so you would call yeah. Norway, people uh, that lived in Norway, or yeah. spoke Norwegian, yeah. at least. Yeah. Sometimes I would do segments in English. Yeah. And then the technician would know. Wow. Yeah. So there's a whole radio station yeah, and that's dedicated just so that, that, That's so they can Norwegian. say that they have a Norwegian show yeah. and nobody listens. And, and I remember... Uh, I remember, like, uh, they have this template for what the show is supposed to look like. Yeah. And you're only allowed to have one song. Right? What song? No, like, uh, per two hours, one song. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And I would always try to get, like, three or four songs in so I can chill. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And the technician would be kind of like, I'm not your boss, but... uh, (laughs) It's three songs too many, Usually it's one song, just letting you know. And I would be like, yeah. The fucking technician. So you the fuck up. you would play Norwegian artists. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. We would have access to songs and and uh, I would play and nobody would So like would Carpe Diem or whoever was big uh, at the state at that time. Then one song that I really liked to play was uh, "Girl in Oslo" okay. with Big Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a really the cool most beautiful girl in Oslo. Yeah. yeah. Can I talk to the pre- I'm not gonna sing it, but uh, just imagine me in like a really good studio yeah. and a really skilled technician. And no listeners. Damn. And this is how crazy my, my boss is. I'll call him a motherfucker too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now there's three. Now, you know, whatever. And, and um, yeah, he, he would uh, wear a suit on, on the day that the show, because it was on Thursdays. Yeah. And he would rock up in a suit and it would be like, it's, it's, it's go time. You know, and I would be like, bro, this is radio. 
Yeah. They don't know if you're wearing a suit. And even if it was TV, we don't have one person tuning in. <laughs> so you could get naked if you want. There's no consequence at all. It's just you liking your own shit yeah. on the Facebook page. At, at that time, I was the one hustling, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. well, I guess it's not your responsibility yeah. to get people to listen. I learned a lot from interviewing experts about stuff that it's, I was wondering it's, it's about. It's fun, right? Yeah, I did a lot of Putin stuff. I did a lot of ISIS stuff. You know, yeah. it was fun. Did you have to prepare a lot or you like, you know, just get a couple of questions in a direction that you were interested in? And you get paid for two days. Yeah. So the first, you get one day where you're making as much as you can. Mm. And then the second day, you're you're spending half the day. Uh, finishing it, mm. and then the rest of the half, two hours of uh, of doing the show, yeah, and then and then uh, one hour crying on the floor, you know, after, yeah, yeah, you don't get paid for that, but I, I do that I anyways. Do yeah, I yeah. do that for free. Yeah, I did that for the love of the game. Yeah, yeah, but radio is pretty cool, man. I had a radio show when I was seventeen in Australia, and it went from twelve a.m. like so midnight mm. until six a.m. Whoa, I know. How how how'd you go with with the ratings? And Dude, it it went pretty good. It was community radio, so yeah. it was like broadcast all around Australia on okay. like a free radio channel, and I was just playing aggressive hip hop. That was the okay, whole cool. thing. Because with music, it's cool. It was no really what. cool. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, I mean, it was me mostly, just me, and then sometimes I'd bring like friends in and we'd just talk shit, yeah. and we were just listening to like the. And I, I had a sponsorship deal with a record store that yeah. gave us like as many CDs as we wanted to. Yeah. And uh, we'd get callers and have competitions and people were like just that dude. This was a long time ago. Mm. This is when people would call and say, "Can you play Tupac? Fucking mm. all eyes on me." Yeah, <laughs> go, yeah this is for yeah. Dave yeah. out there yeah, cruising yeah, yeah. in the Commodore. Yeah. Tupac, all eyes on me. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. But I just couldn't keep it up. I had a fucking full time job at the time as well. Where in Australia? Sydney. You're from Sydney. Yeah, I'm from okay, Sydney. Okay, where, whereabouts in Sydney? I'm from a place called Five Dock. So okay. it's uh, not East too. Or? Yeah, no, nah, it's west. It's okay. not too. It's not too far from um uts okay you know you got UTS, you got yeah. glebe and then leichardt yeah. and then the next suburb after that is five oh, okay cool, yeah cool. so i i studied at uh sydney uni which mm. is pretty close to uts yeah and uh you know just took the bus in every day and it was oh. like 30 minutes no how problem. nice is sydney it's so nice so nice yeah i miss sydney i, I left crying yeah yeah, yeah. I came back to norway it's been there for six years i think i counted nine unpaid internships and yep. I did two of them in South Africa. Yeah. In Cape Town, I was writing for some papers there. Mm. Uh, it's a bit like this comedy club where <laughs> you know you pay to get experience, and, yeah. and and then you get a reference at the end, and then nobody cares about the reference. And I did that twice in Cape Town, and then I did one internship with Al Jazeera in Malaysia. Interesting. It would have. It, it was like one oh one East is the show, and it's like their biggest show. And they said, I don't know if they were lying, but they said that they have one billion people that they reach out to. Well, if it's uh, Al Jazeera show yeah. and it's reaching the Muslim community, yeah. It's yeah, the big, and it's I the bet. biggest show they have. Yeah, and I got a nice reference from there. And then I also did an internship in Hungary. Yeah, okay. during the migrant crisis, I was in Budapest writing for the Budapest Times, the which also nobody read. Is that, what migrant crisis is that? Uh, but uh, people from the Middle East and Northern Africa were coming to uh, Europe okay. uh, a lot in 2015. That's when they like they tried to keep the yeah. borders closed, yeah. and they were just getting on trains, and then they eventually yeah. just said, "Fuck it." Open people started it up. drowning in the ocean, and the EU had to try to make a, a plan about it. And and Hungary was like at the periphery. Yeah. So that's where the the crisis starts. Gotcha. And then it was just about um, 
Hungary is extremely racist, by the way. I bet. I yep. bet a lot of Eastern Europe is. Eastern Europe, man. I left Eastern Europe thinking, God damn, like, I'm officially a woke feminist. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I thought I was a bit... Mm, but they really... They have um, a more of a Christian culture, and they're more uh, into white people, I guess. Uh, but definitely in Russia, yeah. at least. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Yeah. They're not, like, opening up their borders to that many fucking black people or Th people from Africa. They were really vocal, because I had to talk to Hungarians a lot about what do you think about the migrant crisis, and it would be like, let them drown, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, it shocked me, you know? And uh, that's what I think... Uh, um, I don't think if you have a joke that's a little bit out there, uh, that's not necessarily evil, but... Those Hungarians that I spoke with, I I found them to be quite cold and they're heartless. Yeah, I don't basically I don't like Hungary that much. Nah, yeah, I it's get funny. It. It's called Hungary, and it's all like all of them have a low blood sugar. <laughs> 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 but anyways, I did all those internships, and then I just didn't get a job when I came back to Norway. So even with all of those qualifications, because yeah. just from what you're telling me, it seems like you have a fuck ton of experience. Yeah, and I I worked so much before I went to Australia as well. Did you try many places to get a job here? I I mean, are there a lot of, like, media outlets? Was yeah. that what you were focusing on? What I did is I was a little bit over journalism at the end. Um, but I, I came to Norway and I applied for jobs at NRK and TV2 and, and yeah. some newspapers and focused on international stuff. Because mm. that's the only thing I know. I didn't get anything. And then I, I moved on to, like... Um, communication jobs yeah with like for example uh, sos barn beard or uh, amnesty international because mm. then i can say i got studied communications and also studied international relations so mm. and i you know saw the migrant crisis in hungary and things like that uh, i didn't get anything wow how, how many years are you trying to get jobs then well uh it was up until covid i guess it was around three years i gotcha so nothing in three years yeah, so not a single full-time job no I, I was temping huh. as a receptionist yeah uh, with odeco yeah it was miserable, man. But it, it was really it was, those were dark years for me, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and then COVID kicked in. Yeah. And then there's no jobs for two years. You know. So I had three years of not getting anything, and then I had a, and then I had a two years of lockdown. Yeah. And uh, when the lockdown happened, I had this feeling like it's 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 over. I basically have to find a way to just get through two years of of just being at home. And then when did when like? And then in October last year, I started doing stand up again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like, whilst you're searching for jobs before the lockdown in 2018, you dabble yeah. into stand-up. You're still trying to get journalist jobs or international no, relations. No, what, what uh, happened, which is even more sad, is I decided I just want to be a receptionist. Uh, I don't give a fuck about society anymore. I don't want to try to improve the world with writing uh, fancy articles about uh, international issues. Yep. I just want to collect a paycheck and do stand-up. And yeah. not even make money from stand-up, just, you know, as a hobby. And then I was trying to become a receptionist. Yeah. And it, now I have a full-time job as a receptionist. Mm. And that took me fucking three years. Damn, I would say yeah. you're probably the most fucking qualified receptionist in Norway then, bro. The person training me is a 21-year-old. <laughs> yeah. She's my boss. Oh, 21 shit. year old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do everything she says. You but know. don't you think, like, looking back on things, that you probably dodged the bullet? Because mm. if you got some full time job writing about, you know, mm. whatever crisis is happening in the mm. world, that it wouldn't have pushed you into the stand up direction. I agree. You wouldn't have needed that. Yeah. So, I agree. You know, I would say, like, now knowing you and knowing mm. the, like, the fucking awesome comedian that you are. Thank you very much. Th that the world would have lost, Norway would have lost, Oslo, we would have lost your comedy well thank you yeah i think i will make a terrible journalist i don't know what the fuck's going on i don't know what's happening with journalism today. what well, the only thing i learned from studying is that i don't know 
No. It, it's very complicated. Uh, if you want to, for example, talk about Ukraine, mm. uh, you got to know a bunch of history. You got to understand It seems like there's a lot of stuff. research, man. You got to yeah. like go into all these different fields yeah. and go down long rabbit holes to write some article that nobody's even going to read. You have to know political theory. You have to know history. You have to know things about military, like tanks and machine guns and shit like that. Yeah. I have no business writing about that but stuff. But you know what, man? You know where like a lot of people are getting news from when it comes to Ukraine, mm. TikTok. Really? Yeah, uh -huh. dude. Oh, and YouTube. Yeah. There's YouTube channels that are put up by the resistance fighters in the Ukraine. Really? Yeah, dude. Uh -huh. Where they show like, oh, we just got these new weapons in. Let's see if we can fuck up these tanks. <laughs> yeah, dude. You can just watch it. Man, I'm going to get another beer. Yeah, go for it, man. <clears throat> go for it. Yeah, so I, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, being Australian, living in Norway, I'm not reading too much Norwegian journalism, and I kind of like the era that we're in now, where you can just get things directly from the source. Yeah, you know, some dude with his phone in the Ukraine making a TikTok video, that's a fucking, yeah. that's a pretty reliable, credible source. Listen, this is this is part of the news um, in Norway. Because I, this is funny. In Australia, they have something called NTB, which is like a, a AP or Reuters or whatever. Yeah, it's like news for the news. Yeah, breaking gotcha. news, and they're in Australia. Yeah, and so other agencies just get their news from there. Yeah. yeah. So all the uh, breaking news, uh, uh, news wires, AP, AFP, Reuters, um, not Al Jazeera, uh, but they're all in the same building. And the thing is. Uh, the night time in Norway is daytime in Australia. Mm. So you have three Norwegian people working for Entebbe yeah. that are writing the news and sending it uh, at night or four o'clock in Australia or whatever mm. to VEG, yeah. NRK. Yeah. All they're paying for this. Yeah. And I work there. Yeah. I work there. I send news stories to NRK, you know, all these packages for all the different um, news channels. So basically it's three dudes in Australia deciding all of the news for Norway. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Because you know, I've read so many articles in Norwegian a yeah. day or two after yeah. I've seen them somewhere else. Yeah. And I go, what? How? Yeah. And, and, I often, and they came from Australia. That, yeah. that stuff came from Sydney. Yeah. But it is pretty crazy when you think about like, you know when you just see a news event and the articles are exactly the same? Yeah. Like it's even the same photos. And you're like, This what? is what they do. They copy the text yeah. and then they'll talk to an expert mm. and they'll get like a comment or something and they'll flesh it out. Yeah. And then uh, they're allowed to copy and paste because they pay for Entebbe. Yeah. Uh, That's like three people writing jokes and then all the comedians around the world are translating them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess that's how it has to be because so much of uh, newspaper sales and TV views and mm. things, they're just in the toilet. They're not yeah. making any money. Yeah. So you can't have your own people corresponding fucking no. from Ukraine no. for six months. No. Let's just send these guys. We're going to put it on the wire. No. You guys translate it, publish it. I, I asked the, the uh, Associated Press lady, and they had like a HR lady there. Yeah. And I said, like, uh, I'm paid for the Norwegian news service, but I'm willing to do another unpaid internship, my fucking 10th internship for free at AP. Yep. And you know what she said? What? She said, get out. No. This industry is dying. You're yeah. going to have to create a whole new plan because this whole thing is ba it's built on, on something that uh, you can get for free. Yeah. So there's no future in this. No. Get the fuck out. And uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I think the only future for kind of, not the only future, but one of the futures for like journalism, things like that, is like stuff that the people are doing on like Substack. 
Yeah. You know what? Substack. Substack is like a. Let's say that you were a journalist and you were just writing about international relations, and people trusted mm. you. Yeah. And then they would subscribe to what you wrote for like five bucks a month. Yeah. So it, there's no editor there's no intermediate it's mm -hmm. just you like yeah. you're the journalist nothing yeah. is getting flushed out of the side of what mm -hmm. can go in it what can't go in it yeah. and then you just build your own fan base and people yeah. go yeah i appreciate this guy's perspective yeah. i'm just gonna pay for that yeah and i think that's the direction of everything it's it's so political what makes the news of course it is yeah. and we saw that during covid yeah and i remember this is my experience i'm sitting there with two other dudes uh, me and two other dudes deciding what is all of the news for Norway. That's so crazy. And then I'll ask my boss because I'm getting the news in from Reuters, uh, pay whatever. That's where Entebbe gets their news from. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, there's an earthquake in Nicaragua. And then my boss would be like, how many dead? Uh, <laughs> and I would be like, nine. He'd be like, nah, that's not news. Nah. And then he'd be like, oh, there's a sheep in Bergen with a broken leg. And he's like, 400 words. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for me, that was the last nail in the coffin. I yeah. was like, fuck this. It's, it's uh, smart to know what's going on in Oslo, mm -hmm. probably Norway. Uh, knowing what's going on in the world, that's impossible. And that's stupid to try to do. I dude, I can't pay attention to no, everything. No. I try not to pay attention to no. too much, man. You know, usually I go through phases where I'm paying attention to what's happening in the world. Yeah. And then I go through phases where I'm just focusing on my mm. life. Yeah. And like if it's not in front of me, I don't mm. give a fuck about it. No, but that's healthy. It is. Yeah. Like your brain didn't evolve yeah. so that it can consider people mm. in another continent. No. no. It's like Stalin said, one death is a tragedy, a million deaths that's statistics. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When it's too big, you, your brain doesn't react. No, and it's definitely not healthy because it's a big distraction from what you should be doing with yeah. your own life task. Yeah. Yeah. Like what should you be doing today? Yeah. You shouldn't be distracting yourself by no. finding out about what somebody else is no. doing. The only thing that it might be good for is staying informed. Yeah. But and and also for being able to realize how grateful you are yeah. for not going through that, yeah. and for understanding that anything like that, if it could happen to somebody else, yeah. it could probably happen to you. Yeah, I think that uh, I was reading the news and following all these podcasts and always reading the Economist. And oh, dude, I subscribe to the Economist. But that's just so I can be this asshole that like thinks I know something. Yeah, and yeah. I remember my friend from Russia. I would always tell him about Putin and shit, and mm. he would just be like, "Shut the." Up. Yeah, dude. and I Come think on. it's it's uh, I think it's a saying that uh, the the enemy of, of knowledge uh, is not stupidity; it's the illusion of knowledge. Yeah, and journalism can give you a lot of illusion of knowledge. You can be a smart ass talking about uh, countries you never visited. Mm -hmm. I certainly did. Yeah, and uh, it's better to just be like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. And I think like another kind of interesting quote is. Uh, the more you know, the scarier the world is. Yeah. And it's like, do you want to have that fucking global anxiety yeah. weighing on your consciousness? Yeah. Don't you just want to fucking get up and do yeah. what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Do, have you seen the movie uh, Maverick? No. Dude, okay. It's a really good movie. And the character that Tom Cruise plays is just, he's a highly skilled fighter pilot. That's mm -hmm. the one thing he's good at. He's not good at fucking relationships. Mm -hmm. He's not He's not good at keeping his... He's just really good at what he does, that mm -hmm. one thing. And I think about that when I'm trying to do whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Don't think about anything else. Don't get, Just be really, really good at podcasting right mm -hmm. now. Just be really, really good at stand-up comedy. Yeah. Are you going to hang out with your kids? Just be a really, really, really mm -hmm. good dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if the kids are playing some game, they're fucking like they're you know, picking up sticks and it's an hour doing mm -hmm. the same shit... Mm -hmm. 
don't fucking check your phone and no. think what's happening exactly. in like fucking the don't Ukraine. Don't take pictures of your food either. Yeah. Just live in the now. Just enjoy now what's around you. Yeah. And I think this idea of being a global citizen. I remember I would say that when I was studying. We're global citizens. We're go- As if there's an g- international community where you're helping someone on the other side of the world. It's not true. You can be nice to the people you meet. Yeah. And that matters a lot. A lot. Yeah. That that matters more. Have a heart. Yeah. And yeah, be yeah. nice to people and tell rude jokes sometimes and sometimes call people motherfucker on Facebook. And <laughs> but yeah. you know, when, when when you're with someone, you be nice to them and, and be optimistic and you don't have to be more of an activist than that. That's plenty. Dude, yeah. I think the best gift that you can give somebody is your uninterrupted time. Yeah. When you're in a good state of mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're hanging out with your girlfriend or with your friends or whatever, and you're yeah. like, hey, yeah. you, I'm just going to be present yeah. and you're going to get the best version yeah. of me and we're going to have a nice experience. Yeah. That's for, it. For me, like number one is probably cocaine and then that's number two. That's a close that's second. A, yeah, that's a damn good gift, you know. <laughs> Undivided time is a hell of a gift. It's, it's number two on the list, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's right there. I don't really like cocaine, by the way. I just love the smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it smells great. Yeah. Dude, have you ever had uh, pure cocaine? I don't think so, no. 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 When I was in Colombia, this is like on that trip, right? You're getting it straight from the sauce. Yeah. So like, I oh, remember, you had it over yes, there? Yes, dude. Oh dude not God. only did I have it over there, Ooh. like it was everywhere. So Ooh. I turned up to this hostel and this guy's like, oh, you want coke? I go, yeah, I'll try a line. Yeah. And they just bring out a rock and just use a like a, a little razor and just oh slice God. it off. Dude, we got we. I turned up to this like ham. Yeah, exactly. Oh like cue and ham. Oh I turned up God. to this city, uh, not a city. It's a coastal town up north in Colombia. Yeah. And as soon as I got out of the taxi, a little like a little kid ran up to me and opened a CD cover mm. and goes, "Do you want a line of coke?" I go, "How much? Mm. A dollar." Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But the coke that you get in Colombia, yeah. and this is an argument for like decriminalizing and legalizing yeah. drugs so that you can regulate it. Yeah. And so that we can make money as well. It, uh, <laughs> It, tax it. Yeah. The, the coke that you get in Colombia is so pure, and yeah. it's so like you don't add like in Norway. People are just adding shit to it. You know, yeah. it's been stepped on. Let's mm. say coke gets imported into fucking Portugal or Amsterdam. Yeah. How many step? How many dealers is mm. it going to go through to mm. stepped on and washed down? And how by much shit? fentanyl ends up in that? Shit well, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. So much. I can't remember how many mm. people are dying from fentanyl across mm. the world per yeah. year, but it's yeah. a. F- fucking shitload yeah. you could take one line of coke that's like laced with fentanyl you yeah. could end up dying yeah yeah i actually have a little bit of a, a bit on that oh because you, do? you know what fentanyl I'll, i'm not saying the bit Don't i'll just say, no, say no, it no. but you know how fentanyl it's it's tranquilizing elephants for circuses is that what it's for yeah that's, that's, why it's, why it's, so that's its use case it's to make elephants fall asleep because you have oh ketamine which is for horses right yeah and then you have elephants and it's like why the fuck do we have elephants it's for circus so the reason we have 8 million dead people from ket- from um, fentanyl is so that we can watch elephants in the circus. I don't know <laughs> if that's the best trade-off. You know no, what I, mean? I don't think so. Let's just not have elephants in the circus. And, and keep then everybody not, alive. And not invent ket- uh, fentanyl. You know? yeah. yeah. It's not It's not worth it. Dude, yeah. I don't think you're doing too many animals yeah. in circuses now. No. I, I, maybe in like definitely in like fucking India and yeah. Thailand and shit but yeah. in Norway they don't have any more animals on the circus no. you know every year they used to have those uh, there's my ex-girlfriends but you know 
<laughs> you know, every year they used to have those big tents, you know, yeah. like up yeah, by yeah, 2 a.m. Yeah. with the circus. Yeah, yeah. No, no fucking animals there anymore, no. man. No. I remember growing up every now and then in Oskin yeah. at a place called Feika. Yeah. Suddenly there'd be like a circus there. Yeah, but right? there'd be no, there'd be no animals. It'd no. just be like a. A Paris wheel, and you you could uh, spend some coins on trying to win a toy or some shit like that. Yeah, get some yeah, fairy yeah. floss. Yeah, but we were still on fentanyl hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. we were still Where the elephants yeah, at? Yeah, let me steal like, that trank gun. Where there's a circus, there's probably fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have gone to one of the last circuses in Norway mm. where they had an elephant show yeah. because I remember out the front there there were people, and I, I go to the circus every year. So okay. I remember I went out the front and there were so many people protesting. Yeah. No animals in the circus. Mm. No animals in the circus. Yeah. And then the next year, there was no animals there. Really? Yeah. It worked. It, it worked. Yeah. 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 But I don't think animals in the circus have a good life, man. And I don't think, you know, people that are throwing knives, <laughs> the knife assistant, you know, on the spinning wheel. And oh, some yeah. When there's a blade. blindfolded, yeah. just uh, fucking throwing yeah. blades. Like, yeah. fuck that job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you must have really regretted dropping out of high school. Yeah. And you end up in the Those circus. Those are some Bulgarian poor souls. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Fuck all that. Wow. No, I don't think we should have uh, zoos either. I totally agree. It's not worth it. It's cool to look at, but you have David Attenborough. Yeah, and, come on, and man. BBC you, Planet you Earth. You can watch it in 4K. He's explaining it. He's like, the male is approaching the female. Yeah. And he's like sh explaining it with a nice metaphor. Dude. And it's like, this is way nicer. I'm at home. I can smoke weed. It's a snow leopard and he's hunting a goat. Fuck the zoo. You know, let them be out in the wild and let's just film them, you know. Have you seen that show? It's on an arcade and it's called uh, like uh, Animal Traders. No. And they put... Traitors yeah, or animal traders? Traitors. So traders. they're not betraying them. Yeah, they're betraying them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what they do is they make like fake animals with cameras in their eyes. <sighs> And they move them around and shit. So you could have like a baby monkey yeah. and its eyes are cameras and they just fucking put it there. Mm. And then it starts going like this and then they go, what's this motherfucker? And then mm. they like adopt it into the clan and yeah. it's just walking around like filming. Wow. That's how you get all of those amazing shots wow. that you would never get with it. You know, they're going to smell some asshole in yeah. the fucking trees with a camera. Yeah. You know, but they're not going to, they don't pick up that it's a fucking they robot monkey no they don't know yeah. and they do it with birds and fish and wow. crocodiles and turtles wow. dude it's crazy the technology that they use wow. to film animals That's think so about cool. it think you know how long it takes to make those fucking things yeah. like, it takes forever right. you're gonna be out they of the so bush just money. waiting yeah. just waiting yeah, just yeah, waiting yeah. again yeah. you're paying some cameraman daily yeah, rates yeah, 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 yeah. so he can film one second in like 60k yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has to be so you can crop yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I think the uh, planet Earth and and David Attenborough it's like the coolest thing to watch ever when you smoke weed. So cool. It's so cool. It's man. so cool. The male is approaching, and then the bird does a dance, yeah. and he's like uh, giving you a good like a comparison to humans or something. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I am like that bird actually. Yeah, dude. I'm always trying to do a dance. This is my mating dance. Yeah. This is I our ritual, have, baby. Yeah. I have a mating. Uh, dude, what's your mating dance? Oh, dude, I just fucking yeah. try to look cool. Yeah, and, yeah I guess. Yeah. Right? You know, when I was single, yeah. I did not like dancing no, to I, I meet like women. It. It's no. like my mating dance is I got to get you in a conversation. Exactly. I got to be funny. Yeah. I'm not the most attractive guy. Yeah. I got to I got to hook you yeah. in with my personality. Yeah. And I got to make you feel a certain way. Yeah. That was always it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like a date. Yeah. Yeah. Date, dude. Tinder date, perfect. Perfect. But I think that when I was in Australia, it was easier to date. 
You think yeah. so? Because you're foreign, maybe? or Maybe. And I think that maybe some Norwegians are a little bit more shy with uh, having a meal with someone. Uh, uh, yeah. Or maybe I'm ugly. Maybe that's what it is. But, but I think, uh, you know, dating culture in some countries are much stronger, like English people or Americans yeah. seem to date quicker. Yeah. And Norway seems to be a bit more like we meet when we're drunk mm. on the dance floor. I'm no, I'm no good on a dance floor. Are you, you know? kidding me, yeah. dude? I yeah. mean, like, I don't want to just be fucking yeah. listening to like some dance track trying no. to grind up against a chick. Because I don't think that's my best bet either. Because yeah. I'm visually disgusting. Yeah. So I don't, you <laughs> no, know, you're not. You got a beautiful set <laughs> of gray <laughs> oh, hair. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah, come on. Great. Yeah. But I don't want to like be like you know wearing my like clothes that I don't give a yeah. fuck about. Like trying to you know chicks are looking at my shoes going yeah. what's this asshole wearing? Yeah. But if I met that girl outside, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? My yeah. name's Danielle. Nice to meet you. Yeah. It's a whole different story. Yeah. Whole different story. After that, I could probably go and dance with her, but I need to break yeah. the ice linguistically. Yeah, I for me, we, we have to sit down and grab a coffee or I'm screwed. And even if we grab a coffee, maybe I'm still screwed. I, I, now, I realized yeah. that if I'm on a date being 100% myself, yeah. the chances of me getting pussy are almost non-existent. <laughs> you have to be somebody else. Dude, I have to tone my personality <laughs> down like 99.999%. Yeah. I've been on dates, right? Yeah. And I've been like starting to talk about like my ayahuasca experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they ask me about like, do you smoke weed? I go, yeah, I yeah. smoke weed. Yeah. And they just go, oh, red flag, red yeah. flag, red flag. What I do is I, I feel uh, stressed when I make a very good first impression. Mm. Because then I have to maintain that impression. I yeah. like to lower the bar. Yeah. And then maybe she doesn't like me, but at least I don't have to work so hard to maintain yeah. this great impression. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my strategy. Yeah, it works, you know, not that often. But yeah. well, what I eventually discovered, though, was that if I go on a date and I tone my personality down a bunch, it's just going to come up later. Yeah, and it then, bites uh, you in the it's ass. It's going to bite me in the yeah. ass. I'm going to date this chick for like a month it, before it, like the real me comes out. And she's going like to be like, when, no way, dude. It's like when you ace a job interview. Yeah. And then you start working. And yeah. then the boss realizes like, hold up. Okay. Okay. You're, you're just a, good at like smiling. You're a little shit. much, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You just have references. And, uh, you know, some charm, but no work ethic. <laughs> yeah. But what I discovered after, you know, I went on several dates with chicks that didn't work at all in the long run. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself because that's yeah. the best way to weed out a chick that you don't have any future with. Yeah, because she's she should look for someone else, you know. If she exactly. Like, it's yeah. not going to work for either of us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be me. If you're into it, let's go. Yeah. If you're not into it, like, let's just fucking save yeah. each other the time. Yeah. And I, that, I just showed them my Facebook posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I get. You're like, hey, yeah. this is what I'm gonna do to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna complain about you yeah, yeah, not yeah. sucking my Either dick. Either I'm getting some spots or I'm gonna rant about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a venue I can do ten yeah. minutes at? If yeah. not, I'm not interested. Yeah. Either you give me ten minutes or yeah. I'm gonna complain. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I I never post ever. You know, it's just about um, uh, stand up stuff that I'm doing. Otherwise, I don't write opinions. Yeah, it was just this one time. You know. Yeah, and it's the last time for the whole year. Yeah, I promise. Was... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't normally do this. No, but no, uh, no. check it out. Yeah. Did, no. did you ever consider deleting that post? Uh, I think that's worse. I think so too. That's what I believe. If you say it, you basically put your cock on the table. Yeah. And you're 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 gonna have to face the consequences, because uh, it's not very nice what I said, but at least it's not fake. Yeah. That's the only thing I have that it, it's 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 not it's transparent and it's it's not fake. And if I delete it, I feel like it's worse. Mm. If I edit it. 
feel like it's worse. No, yeah. I, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. You, you can't ever go back on shit like that. No. You just got to stick with it forever. I think that would be a little bit Trump to tweet something and try to delete it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's, even if you deleted it, like everybody saw it. I yeah, bet yeah. there's a bunch of fucking screenshots yeah. out there. You People, know what I'd rather do? I'd just rather just post some other things so that it goes further down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just post like a fucking oh, yeah. a few sunsets yeah, and check yeah. out this. Yeah, or just be like, I got a spot in the drama in four years. And then then my post moves further down, maybe a little bit. I think bit. that's a, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the move, man. I'm, yeah. I'm not really big into posting too much shit, no. dude. I, Did I'm, you post when you were young? No. I posted when I was young about about Ukraine or about, you know, like political shit. Yeah. 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 Nah. I mean, I don't think I was even, I mean, I guess when Facebook came out, I was like 25 or something like that anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't fucking, I was never seduced by social media. Yeah. I didn't even look at social media that often. The only reason I found out about your post was because mm -hmm. I ran into somebody who yeah. showed me. Yeah. A comedian that was just hanging out. He goes, hey, have you seen Sivit's post? And yeah. he just posted it. Yeah. But apart from that, I'm not really too into like... The only thing that I'm mostly posting is just things that I want to do more of. So if I want to do more comedy, I post more comedy. If I want to make yeah. more videos, I take more photos, I do that. Mm. That's it. What about Twitter? Nah, man. I have a Twitter account. What's it for? Who is it for? I don't know. I think it's mostly for Americans, man. Yeah. Because it's, I don't, I'm not a part of Twitter Norway or anything like mm. that. But it just seems like it's a redundant extra hassle. For me, when I studied journalism, we were required to have Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and I can we, see that for journalism. It's though. pretty good to find sources because mm. you can look at a news story, and you can find somebody with strong opinions, and you can just interview them. Yeah, and you can just do it in the chat. Mm. You can just quote them. Boom. You need uh, to do some research, some background, and some quotes. Boom. That's the story. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I mostly used Twitter for, in maybe like mostly last year, was to get crypto information. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's cryptid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's you it. Gotta, you got decrypted with yeah. Twitter. Yeah. It didn't work out at no. all in the in the long run. I mean, Have I, you made money or? No, I've lost like 60% of it. 70% maybe. So this yeah. is why I'm so glad I don't get involved because I... Oh, that's true. I saw this fake uh, news article yeah. saying that I should buy crypto mm. with Ethereum or something. Yeah. And I was downloading the app. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to put all my, my, my 500 crones that I have left yeah. into that. And then tomorrow is going to be like six grand. And then I saw this like news um, saying that there's a fake NRK ad. Uh, this was in June. This is how stupid I am. I almost gave all my money to this uh, fake news uh, scam. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's so many scams in crypto. Yeah. There's yeah. so many. I almost got scammed. Went straight to Facebook. Motherfucking yeah, <laughs> Facebook yeah. scams. Fuck this. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't. I just pretended I, I wasn't almost tricked. Dude, I clicked on a phishing link yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. What fish? DHL. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. A big one. Yeah. So I was expecting a package and yeah. they, they got me. Oh, man. And it went straight to my LinkedIn. And yeah. I, I think it was like a fake LinkedIn account. Yeah. And then you're supposed to put your email and your password and yeah. then they got you. Yeah. So uh, dude, that shit's fucking everywhere now. Fishing? Man. I mean, that's uh, that's with the pH, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I, uh, there's another bit that I was trying that bombed. Yeah. On Tin Super, mm. where I was saying, because you know, there's sex workers on Carl Johan sometimes from Nigeria. Still? I think so. Really? Yeah, otherwise they're just into me or something. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Dude, yeah. Black chicks just maybe, love you. Maybe I'm assuming, but I think they're hanging out there. And, and for me, it, that's pretty bitter because remember those emails? 
from yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, 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 with the princes and the bank accounts. I tried to send some money as a kid, and I'm still bitter with yeah, Nigeria. Yeah. I don't think I could hook up with the Nigerian sex worker when I, I that's going to, you know, be at the back of my mind. Yeah. 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 I'm not paying, you know, because they owe me because I sent money. Dude, you should get a blowjob for free. Yeah, it's like I got the email. I sent money to Nigeria a little bit, and I didn't have a lot, and you know, so I have some credit or something. Which yeah. which which one was it that got you? Was it that they have to unlock tax money? They're a prince or something. Like you fell for the prince one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a vulnerable kid. I, yeah. Just any uh, validation at all, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I heard this story about this guy. I don't know whether this is true, but I heard that there was this kid in Norway that got like his confirmation mm. like uh, 10 years ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. And instead of getting the 15,000 kroners, he asked yeah. for it in Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know whether it's true, but if it, but if it is true, then that's probably worth like a billion kroners today. And that kid, that guy's fucking balling out of control. Man. And some of his sister got a boonard and yeah. he's fucking just buying a new Lambo. Wow. His name is Joachim Skog, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's enough personal attacks for me. Yeah. Yeah, cut did that you, out. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to wrap this up? Is there anything else that you want to say about the matter? Like, mm. any? I mean, we covered a lot. but I guess I would say that uh, I agree that personal attacks are mean. Um, but first of all, is, that a, is, it a, is it an attack? Calling or, him a greedy motherfucker is a personal attack, I guess. But I stand by it. That's how I feel. Mm. If you don't like that, then, um, then you disagree with me. And I, I hope to uh, trigger some uh, positive change. Maybe they uh, end up having a little bit more spots for their members. Or maybe other comedians um, try to create some other venues. We can uh, you know, have a shorter line to get spots, basically. Yep. And I know that sometimes I, I uh, use foul language, but uh, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. So if I'm not saying it, I'm kind of being a bit fake. Yeah. 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 And I'm not deleting the post. So Fuck that. No. Never going back on that, that shit. That shit stays. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. screenshot it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Dude, well, listen, thanks for being a, uh, a guest on the episode. Thank you very much for having me. Dude, it's been fun hanging yeah. out and fucking yeah. learning a lot about like the other areas of your life yeah. outside thanks. of comedy. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, motherfucker. Thanks so much. See you, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> see you later, everybody. Big kiss. Bye. Mwah.